Okay, so today we have Shreya Joshi on our podcast. She is from she's an organizational psychologist from UCL and she's currently in the UK and she is a very strong advocate of things like mental health, women empowerment uh, and what not. So through this podcast which is uh the first episode of this podcast i can't think of a better person to start this than shriya joshi uh, other than she being this amazing person that i just spoke about she is also my girlfriend and i'm very lucky in that regard uh so before we uh, get into the questions uh, i'd like shriya joshi to introduce herself and just say hi to all our viewers hello everyone um everyone who's um listening to ashwinaya's um podcast right now are so so glad to be here so glad to be one of his first guests and um couldn't have asked for a better time and a better person to like be talking to yeah Thank you so much Shreya Joshi I just asked that question so I can put her in a spot it's something that I like doing uh I'm probably going to get a lot of uh uh you know scoldings for this later but I think it was still worth it uh so uh Shreya just tell me how you're doing today how was your day so far not bad i think that's the most brit way of putting it forth um just had a very strange day with a mixture of a lot of pain i see um and the pleasure of seeing you thank you so That's much nice. thank you so much i think we should uh, try and keep this less romantic and as <laughs> <laughs> yeah as as professional as possible but yeah we we can try we can try yeah, yeah for sure No I think uh, as I said I think we'll be discussing a bit more on uh, women empowerment here and uh, I'd like to you know start into uh, start with the basic question uh, there's a lot of definitions that go around for women empowerment and I think it's kind of uh, skewed at this point a lot of people say a lot of things about this I want to understand what your definition of women empowerment is uh, just in 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 raw uh in a raw way i think women empowerment is just something that has to be done with respect to uplifting women in the society because of the amount of areas in which they have been put down you know very naturally like over the you know past mm. decades without the other genders even realizing it um so it's not necessarily about you know putting anyone else down but just pure upliftment of women wherein they can be seen as equals with the other gender in the society and um that that with respect to you know um equal pay or let's say the having the same amount of respect and freedom in the society something as basic as that but that does the job that does the job that's uh that's very interesting and um 
you know what what caught my attention was when you said uh without putting the other gender down and i think that's a very uh, interesting point because uh i feel a lot of times when you know you're trying to uh, push the hammer on the other side uh, it kind of um you know it's very difficult to maintain that line uh so you know when when you say that you know you we need to uplift uh women and uh let's say in terms of equal pay and and things like that my my question to you is how do we do this without uh let's say hurting the other gender because someone is uh will be facing um an unfair situation when you try to hit the hammer this side so how do you how do you think that should be approached i think to begin with um change always happens in a manner where someone is probably put on the disadvantage side because now let's say um someone who's disabled uh is getting uh i think we yeah. lost you um due to some technical reason shreya can you hear me okay uh, can you tell me why you heard me last uh no i think we missed you completely okay yeah great <laughs> you can start now it's better now okay um so uh basically i was trying to say that have <laughs> uh, sorry to tell you we lost you again it seems like as soon as you start to speak it just goes off uh it almost seems as though that the internet is control controlled by a misogynist and he or she uh he of course wouldn't want to let you speak about women empowerment it's a little strange Can you hear me? I'm just uh, Hello. Yeah, yeah, it's better now. Yeah, one sec. No problem. No. Just trying to connect. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So again, mm-hmm. third time's the charm. I was just trying to say that I'm sure to to make a change certain change happen there has to be some settling of scores to begin with hmm. now that shouldn't come across as something that's very personal to those specific people who are being affected like say if you know there are like four men and one woman and you choose to give her the job because you need to balance out like the gender ratio in hmm. your team uh it doesn't have to be personal in the sense that you see it in so such a micro angle that it's about those three men who didn't get the job but when you when you look at the bigger picture when you look at it from like an eagle eye point of view mm-hmm. it's helping us really balance out the ratio across the world in places of work where you're tr- trying to bring in more women up mm-hmm. them see that you know there's like a balance in the ratio of genders that you have around you and mm-hmm. if that is happening those very 
few people who are put in that disadvantaged position mm-hmm. who eventually going to do all right it shouldn't be so personal in the sense that oh this is being taken away from me i don't mm-hmm. think it's meant to that way right now that makes sense i think in the overall scheme of things um i think you know a, a few men being pissed off shouldn't be so much of an issue but then i'd like to uh, ask you about another problem on the other side so uh, in fact we've seen what happens is because of uh, the gender uh, you know trying to maintain a gender ratio in these let's say top management positions we've seen a lot of women um, who let's say just in the name of uh, you know the ratio uh, a lot of women have got the opportunity to be in the top management and there are statistics that show that they are failing now uh, my only concern with this is i am happy that there are a lot of women representation in the top management but my problem is now the men uh, are taking this as an opportunity to say that cv always knew that women couldn't do this while it's unfair because there are women who can do this but a lot of women who get there aren't maybe in a position to do that and they were just pushed there so now this becomes so all of a sudden this there are two things that happen one is that overall this affects this there is this feeling of women are not good enough or majority of women aren't good enough the second thing is the women itself start feeling less confident in fact there is a study that says that women uh, tend to apply for jobs that they are overqualified so let's say if there is a job role they will only apply to it if they feel they are overqualified whereas men apply to a job even if they feel they are underqualified so and it comes from this sense of women wanting to be perfect before doing something which in in this current world is wrong so uh in my mba we you know they're teaching women to apply for jobs which they think they're only occasion okay because they have to reach higher only then they'll get what they want if they only apply for things they're overqualified for that's just playing safe right so right. now something like this is going to reinforce them to feel that way like oh maybe we aren't good enough so how do we you know balance this out when we try to push gender ratio but making sure that there's quality at the same time right so i think i think on that level one really has to be very specific about whether the women you're taking on to your those higher senior positions are actually worth it or not we are not right. really saying that you know you should take up someone absolutely incapable of doing that now you don't have to put them up on such a high pedestal where someone completely undeserving goes up there right but there's also this problem about you know how there have always been male leaders and hence it's now if i ask you to you know give me like throw in a couple of names of um leaders who inspire you i'm sure about 7 or 8 of them out of 10 will always be male because for sure it's not really about you having preference for male leaders as such it's because there have been just those many male leaders 
right. in the history. It's always been about, let's say, kings, and then it comes down to male leadership. Yes. You know? um, so we've had those many examples to look at and learn from. So it's kind of easier now. There haven't been many female leaders. So on a da- daily basis, maybe what they're grow- going through is just this entire battle of trying to be, you know, firstly, managing absolutely everything in their personal and private lives, like personal and, uh, you know, the uh, professional life, wherein they are expected to be managing both. And only that's when they, you know, turn out to be women with like this whole super women hmm. image. Otherwise, they're nothing, hmm. uh, you know, in their, among their families as well as in their like professional lives hmm. so they try to be perfect at everything which obviously you know kind of screws around with how they work but secondly it's also about them not having enough examples in front of them hmm. set by women uh, especially in the past few decades um, whom they can see and like learn from and you know derive practices work on them hmm. and things like that maybe what they need is and maybe we will get there eventually. Like, I think right. these are chances that we have to take. And let's say 10 years down the line, the scene for female leadership will be much better than what it is right now. Right. Because by then, at this point, we already know a couple of female leaders that, you know, we might look up to. For sure. So maybe it'll just get better from now. Okay, I but think... That's, the, that, that's, right. that's where it goes, right? Like, for, for us to know how good this can get hmm. we have to start hmm. and i think by do by this whole scene of women empowerment that is pretty much what we're trying to do hmm. like we're giving them a chance and obviously no no one's better right when they start so hmm. maybe this is just just something that has to be passed on year on year and see how it goes hmm. and turns out eventually hmm. I think that's a that's a very interesting point. I think so. Uh, so the fundamental idea that you are proposing, and I and I totally agree with that, is is to just be patient and you know just let it happen. Yes, there will be. Yes, ideally we would like to not have female leaders who I mean who don't deserve shouldn't go up. But let's say even if that happens, let's be tolerant and let's let's produce enough examples so that more women feel empowered through them and exactly. i think yeah yeah and to just add it, it's a similar idea like um you know when me and my friends let's say um at the places we have worked before or whatever we have seen other women leading us and um i remember discussing with a ucl friend of mine the mm-hmm. other day when she was talking about her boss and about how you know she's a complete bitch i'm sorry for the lack of the better word um mm-hmm. and and then she goes on to say how see this is you know the the image that women are creating and it's so wrong for all of us because now people just think women are incapable leaders and then i just think about it and it's more like now that we know that there are these kind of female leaders me and let's say my friend are women mm-hmm. who are going to learn from that and think of how we can't be exactly that mm. when let's say we go on to like higher positions at work right now i am going to ensure 
in every single capability that I don't turn out like that. Hmm. And I think that's how female leadership is going to grow. Right, right. That's interesting. That exact, like just by explain experimentation. That's interesting. And that is obviously going to take time. So and it's okay to allow that. Right, right. So you're saying as much as we learn from our successes, we also learn from the failures. So we learn from I think uh, I think it's something that it's already starting as you said uh, the former uh, British Prime Minister I think uh, a, a lot of things have been learned from her as well um, in how she failed to lead uh, the country so I think that's a very good point that you made I think we need enough failure stories as well along with the success stories so we know what works and what doesn't Absolutely yeah I think it's it's similar to how we uh probably are learning about parenting and listening from uh you know kind of seeing how our parents the the things that they are probably aren't doing right uh yeah. in a way <laughs> i guess it's very similar yeah absolutely that's 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 interesting so that brings me to my next uh, kind of like a section is how do you how do you think we should train women to think the way you think uh because as you said yes it's true that we need to uh push them to a certain direction now i feel that that there a lot of times uh it's not really the men who are kind of pushing the women back it's it's the other women uh who think who still kind of have the tr- traditional mindset of what uh women should be now it's easy to fight off men because you can always say that they don't understand what we are going through but then when when it's been when it's a fight with another woman who says something else how 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 do let's say like if if, if it's a teenage girl listening to this how do you think they should look at this and what what are your suggestions for them for example i think honestly when it comes to you as you know talking about a section of men and then a section of women who kind of are you know roadblocks for other women hmm. in terms of growth it all comes down to us looking at both of them in a similar manner in a sense that even those women have grown up with certain mind blocks with certain biases which which they don't find a problem with hmm. and that is the biggest problem and just like how we guide parents to you know bring their sons up in a manner where they're respectful to women or they empower women as they grow up i think the same has to be done with women as well hmm. in with the same effort because hmm. um yeah the society in general like the patriarchy and misogyny is in a manner where it seeps into either genders hmm. and clearly has because we have seen women pulling each other women down right and yeah it's not because they don't understand the struggles i am sure women on a very common sense go through very similar things and mm. have very similar experiences and mm. that's what the community of women actually you know um 
teaches me on a daily basis um hmm. like a set of women who are meant to empower each other i believe are the strongest support system one can ever have and i have never seen that kind of power among men at all hmm. because i don't believe that men have certain common experiences like women do hmm. but women have shared a lot of emotions a lot of struggles a lot of you know discrimination and biases on a daily basis hmm. on a very common and similar level throughout their lives hmm. so i feel they have every potential to understand them better hmm. but what comes in the way are these other extraneous things that have been taught and you know filled in their heads right about you women have to be perfect women have to be modest women have to be decent women have to be you know married at this age have children at this age right can't marry more than twice can't have more than one boyfriend like you know all of all of this set around their heads hmm. which might not not even be their real intention in the first place hmm. so again it's it's it comes down to upbringing and then educating them in every single area possible hmm. even with respect to leadership maybe it starts with let's say very women friendly campaigns in an organization where mm. you bring women together right in a manner where they are made to sit down they are made to talk like there's no boundary between someone on a lower level and someone on a senior level and they get to see each other as women right and then see what it takes to get there and then also for the higher level employees to see what the normal employees go through on a daily basis and just you know that exchange of knowledge experience yeah i guess yeah um which would really help them build a perspective around it and would let them you know see them as like bigger humans and not mm. you know just someone that they can mock um, mm. because of the ideas in their head right so i feel like yeah that sort of perspective building should be happening hmm. um, which will help hmm that's uh, that's very interesting that's very interesting uh, and i think i picked up on the fact that you mentioned how you know yes there is a section of women who kind of you know do this uh, thing where they pull down other women but the women who are motivated to help go even further than like how uh, men can do such a thing and and i think that's uh, i i guess it it is true because uh, uh, i guess i guess that motherly nature in women kind of just can overpower every other um, let's say emotion or power that that you know men can ever kind of pull through so I, i i see what you say and i think that's a very strong statement that you make uh, that you know yes there are there are the neg- the negative sides but then the more we speak about this the more we empower them and we try to push more women towards the other side then you're going to have this very strong movement and and i think we are already seeing that quite uh, well and i think um it was very nice to uh understand your point of view on this and i think they were very very valuable thoughts that you just uh, put across 
uh, and very well articulated as well um and i genuinely wish at least a few people listen to this cuz this is a uh, super super informative for for all people i think people of all ages so uh thank you so much uh, shreya for coming on this podcast and i hope you had fun having this conversation too of course i did i always enjoy conversations with you um and it was great talking to you on the podcast thank you so much for having me Thank you. You have a nice day.